0: Today is March the 15th. Today, we'll see what happened to the two and a half tribes who stayed east of the Jordan River. The Bible in a year today. I'd like you to read Numbers 31 to 33. In chapter 31, we see uh, the history of the conquest of the Midianites who were east of the Jordan River. Then, at the at the beginning of chapter 32, uh, we're told that Israel went ahead and conquered the kings who were to the east of uh, the Jordan River, and Two and a half tribes, Gad, Reuben, and the half tribe of Manasseh, wanted to build fortified cities in their land and inhabit that land. Moses became angry. He said, God has given us the promised land. Why aren't you going with us there? Why are you giving up on this side of the Jordan? The two and a half tribes came back to Moses and they said, no, no, no. We will go with you. We will help conquer the promised land, but this land is also good. Please let us live here. We'll stay here and continue to be part of the nation of Israel, but we want to live in this area. Moses believed that that was appropriate, and so he... um uh, authorized that. Chapter 33, then we have uh, a statement of what happened. uh, uh, Again, a narration of the history of Israel conquering the land up to that point. Enjoy as you read through Numbers 31 to 33. Numbers 31 to 33, New Living Translation. Numbers 31. Then the Lord said to Moses, on behalf of the people of Israel, take revenge on the Midianites for leading them into idolatry. After that, you will die and join your ancestors. So Moses said to the people, choose some men and arm them to fight the Lord's war of revenge against Midian. From each tribe of Israel, send a thousand men into battle. So they chose a thousand men from each tribe of Israel, a total of 12,000 men armed for battle. Then Moses sent them out a thousand men from each tribe and Phineas, Phinehas, son of Eliezer the priests, led them into battle. They carried along the holy objects of the sanctuary and the trumpets for sounding the charge. They attacked Midian as the Lord had commanded Moses and killed all the men. All five of the Midianite kings, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, died in the battle. They also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with the sword." Then the Israelite army captured the Midianite women and children and seized their cattle and flocks and all their wealth as plunder. They burned all the towns and villages where the Midianites had lived. After they had gathered the plundering captives, both people and animals, they brought them all to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the whole community of Israel, which was camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across From Jericho, Moses, Eliezer the priest, and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was furious with all the generals and captains who had returned from the battle. "'Why have you let all the women live?' he demanded." These are the very ones who followed Balaam's advice and caused the people of Israel to rebel against the Lord at Mount Beor. They're the ones who caused the plague to strike the Lord's people, kill all the boys and all the women who have had intercourse with the man. Only the young girls who are virgins may live. You may keep them for yourselves. And all of you who have killed anyone or touched a dead body must stay outside the camp for seven days. You must purify yourselves and your captives on the third and seventh days. Purify all your clothing too, everything made of leather, goat hair, and wool. Then Eliezer the priest said to the men who were in the battle, The Lord has given Moses this legal requirement. Anything made of gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, or lead, that is, all metals that do not burn, must be passed through the fire in order to be made ceremonially pure. These metal objects must then be further purified with the water of purification. But everything that burns must be purified by the water alone. On the seventh day, you must wash your clothes and be purified. Then you may return to the camp. And the Lord said to Moses, You and Eleazar the priests, and the family leaders of each tribe are to make a list of all the plunder taken in the battle, including the people and animals. Then divide the plunder into two parts. Give half to the men who fought the battle and half to the rest of the people. From the army's portion, first give the Lord his share of the plunder, one of every 500 prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Give this share of the Lord's arm, uh, half to Eliezer the priest as an offering to the Lord. From the half that belongs to the people of Israel, take one of every 50 of the prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, goats, and other animals. Give this share to the Levites who are in charge of maintaining the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eliezer the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. The plunder remaining from everything the fighting men had taken totaled 675,000 sheep and goats, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 virgin girls. Half of the plunder was given to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, of which 675 were the Lord's share. 36,000 cattle, of which 72 were the Lord's share. 30,050 donkeys, of which 61 were the Lord's share. 16,000 virgin girls, of whom 32 were the Lord's share. Moses gave all the Lord's share to Eliezer the priest, just as the Lord had directed him. Half of the plunder belonged to the people of Israel, and Moses separated it from the half belonging to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 virgin girls. From the half share given to the people, Moses took one of every 50 prisoners and animals and gave them to the Levites, who maintained the Lord's tabernacle. All this was done as the Lord commanded Moses. Then all the generals and captains came to Moses and said... We, your servants, have accounted for all the men who went out to battle under our command. Not one of us is missing, so we're presenting the items of gold we captured as an offering to the Lord from our share of the plunder, armbands, bracelets, rings, earrings, necklaces. This will purify our lives before the Lord and make us right with him. So Moses and Eleazar the priests received the gold from all the military commanders, all kinds. Of jewelry and crafted objects. In all, the gold that the generals and captains presented as a gift to the Lord weighed about 420 pounds. All the fighting men had taken some of the plunder for themselves. So Moses and Eliezer the priest accepted the gifts from the generals and captains and brought the gold to the tabernacle as a reminder to the Lord that the people of Israel belong to him. Numbers 32. The tribes of Reuben and Gad owned vast numbers of livestock, so when they saw that the lands of Jazer and Gilead were ideally suited for their flocks and herds, they came to Moses selling the priests and the other leaders of the community. They said, Notice the towns of Ataroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbon, Elialeh, Sibma, Nebo, and beyond. The Lord has conquered this whole area for the community of Israel. It's ideally suited for all our livestock. If we found favor with you, please let us have this land as our property instead of giving us land across the Jordan River. Do you intend to stay here while your brothers go across and do all the fighting? Moses asked the men of Gad and Reuben. Why do you want to discourage the rest of the people of Israel from going across to the land the Lord has given them? Your ancestors did the same thing when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. After they went up to the valley of Eskol and explored the land, they discouraged the people of Israel from entering the land the Lord was giving them. Then the Lord was very angry with them and he vowed, of all those I rescued from Egypt, no one who is 20 years older, older, will ever see the land i swore to give to abraham isaac and jacob for they have not obeyed me wholeheartedly the only exceptions are caleb son of jephunneh the kenizzite and joshua son of nun for they have wholeheartedly followed the lord The Lord was angry with Israel and made them wander in the wilderness for 40 years until the entire generation that sinned in the Lord's sight had died. And here you are, a brood of sinners, doing exactly the same thing. You're making the Lord even angrier with Israel. If you turn away from him like this and he abandons them again in the wilderness, you'll be responsible for destroying this entire nation but they approached Moses and said, we simply want to build pens for our livestock and fortified towns for our wives and children. Then we'll arm ourselves. We'll lead our fellow Israelites into battle until we have brought them safely to their land. Meanwhile, Our families will stay in the fortified towns we build here, so they'll be safe from any attacks by the local people. We will not return to our homes until all the people of Israel have received their portions of land. But we do not claim any of the land on the other side of the Jordan. We'd rather live here on the east side and accept this as our grant of land. Then Moses said, if you keep your word and arm yourself for the Lord's battles, if your troops cross the Jordan and keep fighting until the Lord has driven out his enemies, then you may return when the Lord has conquered the land. You will have fulfilled your duty to the Lord and to the rest of the people of Israel. And the land on the east side of the Jordan will be your property from the Lord. But if you fail to keep your word, then you will have sinned against the Lord. You may be sure that your sin will find you out. Go ahead and build towns for your families and pens for your flocks, but do everything you've promised. The men of Gad and Reuben replied, We, your servants, will follow your instructions exactly. Our children, wives, flocks, and cattle will stay here in the towns of Gilead, but all who are able to bear arms will cross over to fight for the Lord, as you have said. So Moses gave orders to Eleazar, the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the leaders of the clans of Israel. He said, The men of Gad and Reuben who are armed for battle must cross the Jordan with you and fight for the Lord. If they do, give them the land of Gilead as their property when the land is conquered. But if they refuse to arm themselves and cross over with you, then they must accept land with the rest of you in the land of Canaan. The tribes of Gad and Reuben said again, We are your servants and will do as the Lord has commanded. We'll cross the Jordan into Canaan, fully armed to fight for the Lord. But our property will be here on this side of the Jordan. So Moses assigned land to the tribes of Gad and Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph. He gave them the territory of King Sihon, of the Amorites, and the land of King Ag of Bashan, the whole land with its cities and surrounding lands. The descendants of Gad built the towns of Debon, Adaroth, Aroer, Atroth, Shophan, Jazer, Beth Nimrah, and Beth Haran. These were all fortified towns with pens for their flocks. The descendants of Reuben, built the towns of Heshbon, Elialeh, Kiriathayim, Nebo, Balmeon, and Simma. They changed the names of some of the towns they conquered and rebuilt the descendants of Makir of the tribe of Manasseh went to Gilead and conquered it. They drove out the Amorites living there. So Moses gave Gilead to them, Machirites, descendants of Manasseh, and they settled there. The people of Jair, another clan of the tribe of Manasseh, Captured many of the towns in Gilead and changed the name of that region to the towns of Jair. Meanwhile, a man named Nobah captured the town of Kenath and its surrounding villages. He renamed that area Nobah after himself. Numbers 33. This is the route the Israelites followed as they marched out of Egypt under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's direction, Moses kept a written record of their progress. These are the stages of their march, identified by the different places where they stopped along the way they set out from the city of Ramses in the early spring on the fifteenth day of the first month on the morning after the first passover celebration the people of israel left defiantly in full view of all of the egyptians meanwhile the egyptians were burying all their firstborn sons whom the lord had killed the night before the lord had defeated the gods of egypt that night with great acts of judgment after leaving Ramses, the israelites Set up camp at Sukkoth. Then they left Sukkoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. They left Etham and turned back towards Pai hahiroth opposite Belzephon, zephon and camped near Migdal. They left Pi-Hahiroth and crossed the Red Sea into the wilderness beyond. They camped for three days in the Etham wilderness and camped at Marah. Then they left Marah and camped at Elim. Where the, well, there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. They left Elim and camped beside the Red Sea. They left the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They left the wilderness of Sin and camped at Dovka. They left Dovka and camped at Alush. They left Alush and camped at Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They left Rephidim encamped in the wilderness of Sinai. They left the wilderness of Sinai encamped at Kibroth Hatavah. They left Kibroth and encamped at Hazeroth. They left Hazeroth encamped at Rithma. They left Rithma encamped at Rimon Perez. They left Rimon Perez encamped at Libna. They left Libna encamped at Risa. They left Risa encamped at Kehelathath. They left Kehelathath encamped at Mount Shefer. they left Mount Shefer encamped camped at Harada. They left Karada, encamped camped at Macheloth. They left Macheloth encamped camped at Tahath. They left Tahath, encamped at Terra. They left Terra, encamped at Mithka. They left Mithkan, encamped at Hashmona. They left Hashmona, encamped at Moseroth. They left Moseroth and camped at Bene Jakan. They left Bene Jakan and camped at Hor Hargid Gad. They left Hor Hagid Gad encamped at Jotbatha. They left Jotbatha encamped at Abrona. They left Abrona encamped at ezion They left ezion encamped at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor at the border of Edom. While they were at the foot of Mount Hor, Aaron the priest was directed by the Lord to go up to the mountain, and there he died. This happened in the Midsummer, on the first day of the fifth month of the fortieth year, after Israel's departure from Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old when he died there on Mount Hor. At the time, the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev, south of Canaan, heard that the people of Israel were approaching his land. Meanwhile, the Israelites left Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. Then they left Zalmona and camped at Punon. They left Punon and camped at Oboth. They left Oboth and camped at Ayyi Abarim on the border of Moab. They left Ayyi Abarim and camped at Dibongad. They left Dibongad and camped at Almon. Diblathayim. They left Almon Diblathayim encamped in the mountains east of the river near Mount Nebo. They left the mountains east of the river and camped on the plains of Moab, beside the Jordan River, across from Jericho. Along the Jordan River, they camped from Beth Jeshimoth as far as the meadows of Acacia on the plains of Moab. While they were camped near the Jordan River on the plains of Moab opposite Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you cross the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the people living there. You must destroy all their carved and molten images and demolish all their pagan shrines. Take possession of the land and settle in it because I've given it to you to occupy. You must distribute the land among the clans by sacred lot and in proportion to their size. A larger portion of land will be allotted to each of the larger clans. A smaller portion will be allotted to each of the smaller clans. The decision of the sacred lots is final. In this way, the portions of land will be divided among your ancestral tribes. But if you fail to drive out the people who live in the land, those who remain will be like splinters in your eyes, thorns in your sides. They'll harass you in the land where you live. I'll do to you what I had planned to do to them. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see how Moses prepared Israel for the conquest.